0: Good morning. I've not long woken up. It's Monday, right? All the days are merging into each other with this isolation. Um, if you hear noise in the background, it's my children. I'm keeping it real as ever with Khadija. So, uh, yeah, I might just shout at them to be quiet, but hey ho, here we go. So, um, this episode is all about anxiety. Anxiety during lockdown, anxiety in business, worries, fears. And I thought it was important to really talk about this because in the last couple of weeks, I've had some friends call me that have been in pretty bad places mentally, friends that ordinarily I wouldn't expect them to be. And I'm so grateful for them being so open with me and uh, really sharing the struggles that they're going through. And that's one thing that I really want this podcast to promote is that you should be open about your mental health and your fears and your worries and your anxiety and don't feel like you need to be strong all the time because every time one of my friends calls me and tells me what they're going through and what they're thinking or what they're worried about, do you know what it does? As much as it as it upsets me and it makes me, you know, really want to be there for them, which I am. Equally, it makes me feel better about my own thoughts. The worst thing that we could do in this world, and I think it's quite a British thing, no disrespect, but is to pretend like we're all okay. And the more that you pretend that you're okay, those that are feeling not okay, actually it makes them feel worse. And so what you find is if you're open about how you're feeling, somebody else that's been feeling that way but too scared to share it will feel more inclined to share how they're feeling. And that's the power of just sharing your story. So I often get people on Instagram or LinkedIn. Actually, I just had a couple of messages. I mean, any social media platform even my friends you know I feel so proud that they're able to contact me and tell me when they're feeling down and that's because I'm so open I'm not judgy most of the thoughts or the worries that they've had I've already had and equally on social media when I have people that I've never met reach out to me and tell me that they're worried about something or they're in a bad place you know that makes me feel proud it means that I'm authentic it means that people feel they can trust me and that's exactly what I'm all about, what my brand is all about and what my podcast is all about. So, a lot of my episodes recently have been interviews and to be honest it's been really hard to manage work and I want to say homeschooling but I'll keep it real, I've not really been homeschooling Um, they've been riding their bikes Uh, we've got a hot tub, a little blow up hot tub, they've got a climbing frame outside, they've got a little bouncy castle you know, they've got a playroom full of toys so they're definitely active at the minute, they're they're rehearsing a play. Talia just asked me to put her fairy outfit on. So, they're busy. Are they actually being homeschooled? The answer's no. I am not. We're reading every night, but Soraya's got some work that she's supposed to do from school, and and no, I haven't done it. And that's because I'm working, the dad's working, we're kind of on shifts. So, he's doing uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and this week, Friday as well. And I'm trying to get work done on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. But equally over those days i also want to spend some time with them take the dog for a walk go on our bikes you know so yeah we're trying to manage anywho yesterday was a bit of an up and down day for me um, and for the kids all in all they've been pretty good but they are five nearly six and three, nearly four. And I think, you know, we we have such a busy lifestyle. We go to our gym, we go swimming, we go to the cinema, we do all of these things. We go out to eat a lot. And this is all very bizarre. I mean, I'm fed up of cooking. I know that sounds so... Um, Such a first world problem, and I feel like such a diva saying it. But when you're really busy and then you've got all the housework and all these things, it can really get you down. And now, don't get me wrong, I am the first to say that there's people in the world that are going through worse, and so I would never want this to come across as though I'm moaning. I know how privileged I am, and I work very hard for everything that I have. but I guess when you become accustomed to a certain lifestyle, this is uh, its a bit disorientating. Equally, I can't watch the news at the minute. Um, I'm deleting people off social media if they're sharing too much about the virus because my mental health is not strong enough. And I'm OK to say that my mental health is not strong enough to watch how many people are losing their lives, uh, to see all of the statistics, to hear all of the conspiracy theories. And so I'm the type of person, and and please do reach out to me if you're like this. If somebody tells me they've got an illness, it will play in my mind that it's something that I could get or someone that I love could get. if I get a migraine, I overthink it. If I, I mean, I spend a lot of time going to the doctors to check things out. And I'll hold my hands up. Uh, Ever since becoming a mum, my health anxiety, which is something that my mum has, has always had. I think I've grown up watching her worry about her health constantly. And she's, you know, touch wood, fit and healthy, um, in her 50s. And, and she said to me herself, Khadija, I spent my whole life thinking and worrying about these things and, and I really wish I hadn't. And we all know that worry and stress is a cause of lots of illnesses. So I don't want to be that person. And I cry, I've cried quite a few times to Simon, my partner, because... It's not nice when you have a mental heil- uh, a mental health illness that can really take over your body. So Ricky Gervais um, has a new... Is it series out? And um, I've read reviews and Simon wants to watch it. And it's about... I think his wife dies of cancer and then... But it's also a comedy. Simon put the first couple of minutes on. I couldn't watch it. And I try... Like, I give as much to charity as I can and I'm supportive to people as much as I can be. But, you know, some people are so strong, so strong mentally. I was going to say strong-willed, but I am strong-willed. But so strong mentally to be able to cope with these things. And we all have our Achilles heel. And mine is health anxiety. So there's certain things that I just can't because I know that I will end up having nightmares or I um, I just won't be able to focus. So I have to just try to focus on positive things. Equally, I can't watch positive positivity all the time you know um mrs hinch and what she does i think is great you know and how she keeps her house that spotless all the time etc etc but equally it's bloody annoying it can be annoying and I don't know whether she's aware of that but and I would never want to say anything negative about anyone but when you are a mum who sometimes feel like th- feels like they're drowning in work and keeping the house clean and and being anxious and now I know Mrs Hinch cleans for her anxiety which I think is amazing so like I said never try to put anyone down but sometimes if you're too positive positive. And this is why it's so good to have a balance. Sometimes being too positive can equally affect people. Like I said at the beginning, if you're open and you share how you're feeling, like I'm trying to do right now, then you help other people be open too. And um, I always notice when I'm pregnant that my dreams, I get really really clear dreams and last night I dreamt that uh, Simon Coward asked me to be a judge on Britain's Got Talent yep and I met his two uh grown-up daughters which actually he doesn't have so I just made them up in my dream I woke up this morning sweating and um and yeah, thinking basically I'd made it. I was about to be a judge on Britain's Got Talent. Now, that's just one of the examples of the dreams that I have when I'm pregnant. But uh, some of the dreams are not nice. The other night I woke up crying about 3 a.m. in the morning. I'd dreamt that I'd lost my mum. And my dad once told me that if you have a dream like that, it means that you're uh, the person you're dreaming of is going to have a nice long life. Um but this is just one of the things that I live with daily and I openly speak about how I was on citalopram um an antidepressant which I would never say perhaps I, I've been depressed but definitely anxious about everything and mainly health and so I came off the citalopram about four or five months before coming before becoming pregnant um We've planned all of our children, so this was planned and I didn't want to be on the medication. Not to say that you can't be. I know that doctors, um, you know, that's down to doctors to decide. But I didn't want to be on them. And so far, I've been okay. From the outside, I think people wouldn't know. I'm still the same. It's just in my head, I overthink things. And it's that overthinking that can really affect my life because I'll be worrying and overthinking. And I find that during isolation, because I've got so much time on my hands. Well, I say that I haven't really, but I've got more time on my hands as in I'm in the same place, maybe a bit of cabin fever, um, I love to be out and about all the time, meeting new people, going to different places. You know, I've moved house quite a few times. I think I get fed up easily. And um, so being in one place for almost two months, not being able to really go anywhere, I think that isn't helping with my anxiety. And I just wanted to share because I think even I do it. I share about the pros, about the money I'm earning, about, I mean, I don't always share about that. I did one post last week and that was to encourage people to start a podcast. but I talk about you know people I've met and things I've done and you know going for walks with the kids and everything looks all rosy but you need to be able to share both sides and keeping it real you need to keep it real you need to be honest because that really helps people and so if anyone's listening to this and they've had anxiety or they suffer with anxiety of any form I've got a friend of mine when she became a mum she had anxiety over germs I've got other people that have anxiety about various different things I know men that have anxiety over health so I just want people to be able to listen to this and understand that it's normal and it's so normal and it's more normal than any of us really know not everybody is so open about every thought that they have not everyone is open about the dream that they had and how it affected them for days after Soraya was born with a brain condition and when she came home from intensive care, you know, we didn't know if she'd be walking, talking, etc. And my anxiety used to be that I was going to drop her on her head. And... I speak about that very openly when I speak at corporates. Um, I don't really talk about it at schools. It's not It's not relevant. But when I go to, like, mumpreneur groups, etc., and I speak about that because that is part of postnatal anxiety uh, and depression to a degree, I would watch people hold her. And if they went near concrete, my hands would start to sweat because I would think she's so small and fragile. And this is my first child, so I was a first-time mum. I would think that she's so small and fragile that if they stepped outside and dropped her, that's it. And when she was 12 months old, I went to the doctors and I said, look, this is what I keep having. I keep having these weird thoughts. I have really bad dreams. Um, And it's all to do with dropping her or something happening to her head. And I honestly thought that I was going mad. It, It was constant for a year and I had other friends that had children and they weren't going through it or they had babies and they weren't going through it so I didn't understand why it was happening to me so I went to the doctors when she was 12 months old and I said this is what's happening and I need to be honest and And I don't know if you are going to take my baby away but I have to be honest with how I'm feeling and the doctor said to me Khadija if you had asthma I'd give you an inhaler if you had diabetes I'd give you insulin you have Postnatal anxiety um, and basically post-traumatic stress disorder, what you went through has affected you, and this is completely normal. And he recommended a book that I read, and he also gave me a prescription for antidepressants. And I read the book, and once he told me I was normal, I didn't take the medication perhaps I should have done but I didn't and I felt instantly better just somebody telling me how I was feeling was okay and that it was normal made me feel so much better and now having this platform and having this podcast makes me feel that I have this responsibility to share how I'm feeling and for other people that are feeling this way to know that you are normal or you know what you're feeling isn't crazy it's very normal but people have so many different Different mental health issues and it's not spoken about enough and I'm so glad that now in the 21st century 2020 people are more open and talk about mental health a lot more. So that's really what this this episode is all about is because you're going to feel up and down in normal life let alone this this bizarre time that we're in right now you might have anxiety over health you might have anxiety about your children you might have anxiety over finances whatever it is you know that's completely normal but you don't need to keep it in you could speak about it you could be open and oh and and he'll admit my partner Simon he's never really been very good at understanding it And I think even he has suffered mental health, particularly after mental health issues, particularly after Soraya was born. But perhaps he handles it differently. You know, that's up to him. But some people, you might speak to them. And, you know, Caroline Flack, bless her, where she put that post saying that she reached out to someone on Instagram and they said that she was draining. Some people will say that. Because people that don't understand mental health or or the issues that you're going through, they're almost, it's not their fault. It's not their fault that they're ignorant to it, you know, if they don't get it. So you need to make sure that the people that you reach out to, they get it. And you can reach out to me. I'm openly saying you can reach out to me. So on my podcast, I want people to have someone to reach out to who they know will understand. um And I will fully understand. So I remember being about 14, 15, and my mum, her whole life has suffered with anxiety and depression. And I remember her, you know, losing it or, or getting angry unnecessarily. Um, And she used to say, it's because I've not taken my medication or it's because I'm going through a bad time. And as a teenager, thinking you know it all, but you really don't, I used to think she was just milking it. I used to say, oh, whatever, here we go again. You know, there's only so many times when you're young that you can hear, oh, I'm depressed, I'm down. And you start to think that it's an excuse. But the reality is now as an adult, she she has suffered with it her whole life. And I feel so bad that I didn't get it, but equally I was young. Um, so now I do whatever I can to be there for my mum and be there for people around me and be so open to talk about it. So next time you're feeling low or you're feeling up and down or you know yesterday my kids were arguing then they were laughing then they were this that could be hard the emotional roller coaster of having kids in the house or you might be going through something really bad and and I had someone message me yesterday saying that they've got cancer and again, with my health anxiety that really like it scares me it worries me it worries me for them it worries me for people I know. And maybe I am a bit of a wuss, you know, maybe I am, maybe things like that do, that's my Achilles heel, things like that do worry and scare me. But equally, that will never stop me from being there for people. And I'm glad that people feel that they could tell me these things. So I'm always going to be there, no matter how uh, uncomfortable it makes me, or if I worry for a few days, I know I'm strong enough to be able to be there to help other people. And please do reach out and please know that whatever you're feeling or going through right now, other people are. And even if they look like on social media that they've got all of their shit together, the chances are they haven't. And uh, Simon told me yesterday about someone he follows really successful. I think he buys cars or in Forex or something. And the first thing he said is, If I could say a couple of items that I can't live without, my first thing is my uh, medication for depression. And so you often don't know, people that that look like they've got everything in order and all their shit together often are the ones that are suffering the most. So don't be horrible don't be a troll don't be negative i just went on simon cow's instagram after i had a dream about him last night and so i had a little stalk of his instagram and someone literally just wrote i hate you like I just hate you. Why would why take the time to even write that? Unfollow and leave alone because you don't know what mental health Simon Cowe's dealing with, uh, or is, or issues or worries or anxiety. You don't know what anyone's going through because often a lot of people are not able to speak about it. So just be kind, you know. Caroline Flack shared that, bless her. Just be kind. Be kind. Be open. Be honest. Keep it real. Let people know that they can speak to you. And you know what? Sometimes things are draining. You know, I used to find my mum draining. Things are draining. But it's about you being a good person. And my dad's... um you know, always instilled into us Islamic traits to to just be there for people and be kind and don't talk behind their back. And, and, and I honestly, day to day, I try to live by those values. And if we all tried to live by some really core values, like just don't be a backbiter and, and try to be kind to everyone. And I'm not perfect, not by any means. You know, everyone has their rant or can be shouty or negative or aggressive um I'm not perfect at all but I try my best to just do the best I can and that's all anybody can ever do but I just thought I'd share this because I want you all to know that I'm guided through the ups and downs and the motions too and if you are I just want this to help you But thank you very much. I'd really appreciate any reviews. Uh, Subscribing to my podcast would be amazing. I'm putting a lot of effort into it to try and give great content. So, yeah, thank you so much. Lots of love. Stay safe and just be kind. Bye.